Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, JC. He's joining us today, everybody. Yay! Yay! Woohoo! <laughs> Yay! Woohoo! I'm excited to have JC with me today. We're going to be talking about uh, impeachment today. We're going to be talking about what's going on with Donald Trump's impeachment and specifically a CNN article. So JC being a former member of the military intelligence community is joining me right now to, to talk about that. So we've got a really a whole lot to cover in this show. I think that given my passion for a couple of the things that we're going to be covering, we should probably get straight into it. So what I want to talk about today is this CNN article uh, <laughs> written by this guy. I have his name up here somewhere. Oh, maybe I don't. Anyway, I thought I had it up there. It's Chris Saliza. Thank you. Chris Saliza, right? Yeah. You know me. I don't know people, right? Oh, yeah. So, He's a long time whack job. Dirtbag. I'm going to call him a well, dirtbag. I don't care what you call no, him. You can, I know. This article proves to me that he is a dirt bag. He's a hack. Okay, so he's a hack dirt bag. Anyway, so there he's got this article on CNN called the Ukraine uh, the Ukraine call, call transcript is pretty darn close to a smoking gun. And within that article, he links, if you're watching us on YouTube right now or on the Oath Keepers channel on Roku, uh, you are seeing the transcript the a selection from the article itself. And you'll notice that there's a hyperlink in there called where he says, quote, the transcript of a July phone call. When you click that hyperlink, you get the next article that you see up here on the screen. Read Trump's phone conversation with uh, Vladimir Zelensky. And then it goes on to say in that article, the second one, it says, a phone call according to a transcript of the conversation. Now, why this makes him a dirtbag? Because this thing is not a transcript. It is not. It is completely different from a transcript. What is absolutely crazy is this thing goes on to tell you, um, it gives you a line-by-line conversation it makes you it, it reads like it's a transcript mm -hmm. it almost reads like somebody was was listening and typing as it goes now a transcript very is is something that is very specific yeah 
And to the military intelligence community, a transcript is something that is professionally specific. Right. So explain to everybody what a transcript is from a military intelligence perspective. Because if you'll notice in the article that you have there, um, or uh, I have it on this second page here. Go ahead and tell that, and I'll bring it up while, while you're talking. What well, is a transcript? So a, a transcript means, uh, you know, that it's a basically a, a recorded conversation. So you have a recording of a conversation, and you are basically converting that audio or video into text, right. which it's important to... You know, the recorded part is important because for it to be a transcript, that means you have the ability to go back and replay and re-listen, mm -hmm. you know, and, and copy those words down. So then if there's something that you can't make out or something that's not, un, you know, understandable, then you would, you know, we in the intelligence community, you know, as I used to do mm -hmm. this, yeah, uh, you you actually did this. You correct. took audio tapes and made transcripts and transcribed them into right. text format. So if something you wouldn't understand, you would put indecipherable. So let's say there's some noise, you know, uh -huh. indes indecipherable or uh, un unintelligible, like you can't hear mm -hmm. it, um, or that or that you can't understand it. Like the person said something and you, you're not sure what words what that word actually was, you know, maybe right. they mumbled or, you know, let's say for instance, you're doing it in a foreign language and they say it so fast and garbled that you, Inaudible you, you, you actually don't like know exactly right. what they said. Right. So, you know, that's a transcript and you write where you don't understand, you don't hear. This is not a transcript. And what, what is evident besides the fact that the document itself says literally, this me, is not a transcript. Let me read this. Okay. Because we, we must speak to you in terms of military intelligence. We must speak to you in terms of the intelligence community, because this is where this document is coming from, right? Yeah, essentially. It says, uh, the very uh, unclassified document, which was unclassified or declassified by the white right. house, declassified. declassified by the white house, yeah. right? It says caution in capital letters, a memorandum of a telephone conversation is not a verbatim transcript of a discussion. Right. The text in this document records the notes and recollections of situation room duty officers and NSC policy staff assigned to listen and memorialize the conversation in written form as the conversation takes place. Now, what is what is NSC policy staff? Oh, uh, that's the National Security Council. And I don't, it's a very strange term to me, policy staff. I don't, I don't understand why policy staff, who are these people that are listening to phone conversations with the president of the United States? So that, that to me is bizarre already. Um, it, it's a strange thing to th yeah. to me to think about, um, you know, we're spying on our president and his conversations as a matter of course. I mean, it's it's very bizarre. I don't understand this. And and the fact that, again, this is not a transcript. This is what they call a memorandum. And they're basically mm -hmm. sort of taking notes. So they, somebody is kind of taking shorthand notes as the conversation is going on. And they have both part, both sides, apparently. So mm -hmm. this is listening in on the actual conversation, you know, technologically. So it's not somebody sitting in Trump's office. There's somebody actually tapped into the line. That's what it sounds like. Tapped into the line and listening 
to the conversation. It says And apparently here, multiple people. That's the bizarre thing. So you got somebody listening. What is there right. like a room full of people gathered around yeah, it listening? Says, it's very strange. It says, by situation room duty officers right. and NSE policy staff assigned to listen and memorialize the conversation in written form as the conversation takes place. Yeah, so Zoom sounds like they have, it on the, they have it on the loudspeaker loud <laughs> in the situation room. <laughs> right. And, and somebody's taking notes, and then they all sort of put their heads together and, you know, finish up the memorandum to say what was said. So, right, so basically this is not even one person's recollection. Yeah. This is not one person's, uh, a, you know, verbatim account of what they heard. This is actually a group of people compiling their recollections of the conversations and their notes of the conversations and making a compilation. So this is not even just, this is not even one person's testimony. As, as I look at this, JC, so I so have up here on the screen, it's a group collaboration, <laughs> right? So you have the CNN says Ukraine called transcripts. Now, notice how they have that in quotes, right? Yeah. So, which is very, very odd. Is pretty darn close to a smoking gun. And then the link says read Trump's phone conversation with Zelensky. Yeah, it's very, and that's the thing. So the, tra the word transcript is in the title. It's the second word in the first sentence, like yes. the very first thing in the sentence. Mm -hmm. Well, then down in the middle, after they go through all this stuff, he literally says, after he says, are you kidding me? And then he says, and reminder, this isn't even really a transcript of their call. So that one place he said, this is not a transcript. And then continues again to use the word transcript over and over again. Well, what's crazy, what's disingenuous, which is despicable to me, is the fact that he's He's laid out, like you said, the second word in the first sentence is transcript. He uses it in, in the headline. And then he goes through, he says, let's go through it step by step. Yeah. And, then, and then says Trump stuff, Zelensky stuff. Trump stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You don't. You have to get past the conversation to get to the little blurb where he points out, hey, look, this isn't a transcript. Yeah, so, and this may sound like, I don't know. It, maybe it sounds like splitting hairs, Ooh. but to me, when you say transcript, right, the impression is no. This is this is actually verbatim what was said, and then you find yeah. out. Wait a minute, it's it actually not. not. It's it just somebody's not. gist of the conversation. Now, that being said, when I actually read the gist, I shrug my shoulders and think, so what? What are you talking about? Why? Right. What are you freaked out about? So here's my Which is, point. I guess a different in splitting hairs, if you will. Do we have? any confidence in the agents of the right. Department of Justice to put together any, I mean, they're not, we have seen proof over the last four years and, and beyond that, that they're actually willing to write official reports with false information in them. They're, they're writing yeah. official reports with lies in them. You know, Knowing this is not an official transcript, but just a bunch of people putting their heads together, how do we have any confidence that anything in here is, uh, is truthful? It strikes me if you're going to characterize this, if they're going to characterize this as a transcript, then you, you would actually have to tran, uh, uh, characterize what Comey did also as a transcript because mm -hmm. really the same method. So Comey listened to the conversation and then he went out and he wrote down what mm -hmm. he remembered. There's a huge distinction. The same, There's same a thing. huge legal distinction though. Yep. This, a transcript, a true transcript is admissible into court because it's an official record of a recording, right? Mm -hmm. a, what Comey did 
taking notes after a meeting, if you do that in the regular course of your business affairs, then it's also admissible in court because it's your personal experience in writing. You were there. I, I was debating, is this something that would be admissible in court? And I really don't think so. If this was like one agent and their ordinary course of affair, business affairs yeah, recollection, it's possible. But in this case, as a prosecutor, you would definitely argue against this the would I would stand on my head before I would allow this to be admissible because this is a compilation of people's recollections and opinions. This is not an official summary in any way, shape, or form. There's no way to test its credibility, and there's no way to have accountability. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here and JC, my husband, is joining us today. So happy to have JC back. He's been I, absent for a very long time. I, I love, uh, so David Burton on the chat, strange that people who refuse to abide by the Constitution all of a sudden want to talk about someone else allegedly not abiding by the Constitution. I mean, isn't, yeah, isn't yeah. that the truth, man? Yeah. These, it's so, what do they call that these days? Virtue signaling? Right. You th who said that the other day? I was like, what the heck is virtue signaling? I I've mean, never heard that for, before. I mean, give me a break. I, I mean, I agree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> David, I mean, give me a break. You got these Demo uh, these Democrats are going to lecture somebody about following the Constitution. Okay, so here's the thing. Break. Here's the thing. So this whole thing, number one, is a complete and total fabricated lie by CNN. Yeah. It is, and, and that's why I think this is despicable. It's Trump. I, I, stop it. <laughs> I... I tweeted out to this guy, Chris, what's his name? Whatever. Whatever. I, I What a despicable display. I mean, I for me, it's not about Trump. It's about truth, yeah, right? He, and this, way. but see, okay, I won't even go there. I no, would say so, CNN should be above this kind of crap, but it's it's just infuriating so let's to me. So let's just assume, even, even though they're mischaracterizing this thing, let, let's uh, even I, I think that's mischaracterizing is an understatement. <laughs> I, I simply no. I can't. That's like, oops, I fell. You know, I didn't mean to step in that I hole. I didn't mean to what? shoot you in the face. I didn't. What? Oh, my uh, goodness. No, but seriously, just what I'm saying is, let's say let's say we accept the content. Right. The mm -hmm. gist is accurate. If Trump came out and said, yeah, that's what I said. Um, OK, fine. So looking at the content. What? What is the deal? Like, okay. To me, I read this. Help us understand. No, I can't. What's the problem? I here? can't help you understand that. So I look at it. I, mean, I, so, I, I so can help what, you understand from a perspective as I know exactly why they want to impeach Trump. Well, sure. But I, but and it has nothing to do as as, as uh, Burton said, it has nothing to do with the Constitution because the very people who are making accusation against them violate the Constitution every day. I heard somebody say Donald Trump is the most immoral president that we've ever had. Whatever, right? But it can't be because Donald Trump is immoral, because the people who are making accusations against him are, are violating morality yeah. 
minute by minute on a daily basis. Are, are it can't be using, like that. Are they using their standard yes, of morality they're to not using measure it. the president? So let me read to you. I'm going to tell you why Donald Trump is up for impeachment, because I think it's very, very coincidental that all of a sudden Nancy Pelosi is on board when she was not on board before. This is why Donald Trump is, why Nancy Pelosi is on board now. He says, like my beloved country, each nation represented in this hall has a cherished history, culture, and heritage that is worth defending and celebrating, which gives us our singular potential and strength, Trump said at the UN uh, convention. He says, the free world must embrace its national foundations. It must not attempt to erase them or replace them. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. Yep. This is why Donald Trump is being impeached. Absolutely. This is the single solitary reason Donald Dump Trump is being impeached. In 2019, they can't JFK him. Do you, can you imagine what would happen to Donald Trump in, in 2019, or what would happen to America in 2019 if they JFK'd him? Yeah. They can't get no, away with that. That's a good that. point. They can't JFK him. Yeah. So this is what they're doing. They, ha they have to. And, and I've been hearing this, JC, in the social media, on the ethers. Because he went right at the globalists. Because he, he went called right out at the globalists. The globalists. And I have people telling me, no, Chris Ann, we want them to go forward with this impeachment. We don't care because it will help him just the way it helped Bill Clinton. I'm not so sure about that. Because no, I, I believe that. You, okay, but l do you remember what Lindsey Graham said? Lindsey Graham did not come out and say, this is hogwash. He says, no, I want to see the transcripts. I want to know this. Lindsey Graham is a globalist. Mm -hmm. Okay. We, they want to impeach Donald Trump on globalist issues. There are Republican globalists in the Senate. Sure. It's not going to skate by as easy as Clinton did. I'm on, I'm in the camp that says this hurts the Democrats. I believe it hurts the Democrats. I believe it hurts the the, the anti-Trump people. But I don't discount what you're saying. That, that's but I also believe that it's not going to be as easy as it was for Bill Clinton. Yeah, I yeah. believe what happens, and I mentioned this to you last night. So this impeachment is going to drive everybody back to Trump who was walking away because of Trump's sort of wavering yeah, on, of them, yeah. on, this, on the right to keep and bear arms. Mm -hmm. I believe that that will drive a lot of people back just out of just simply saying, I ain't going to be on their side, you know. I don't want to be yoked up with these crazy Republicans. I would love to look at the content of this call during the next segment. I mean, and, and you tell us, how does this line up with the duties of the executive? As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Uh, here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall, we're talking about the uh, despicable misrepresentation. Can you even say that misrepresentation of CNN and Chris Dougalhead um, about the... Sleaze. Uh, Sleaze. Sleazy. His name sounds so much like Sleaze. Oh, that's his name? I thought you were just sort of making fun of him. No. Oh. So we're going to talk about this, this article. Um, 
And you were going to ask me some questions. Yeah, so he, so, you know, going through it first part, and he could sort of, you know, itemizes these these things and what the mm-hmm. so-called transcript, not a transcript, mm-hmm. says. That he congratulates uh, Zelensky on his win, mm-hmm. and uh, you know says the United States been very very good to Ukraine. I mean, come on, you know how Trump right. talks. Everything is Every, hyperbole, superlatives. Right. We've been very <laughs> very the, good. Been the he best. He is the we, king of adjectives. We've been the best <laughs> to Ukraine. You you Ukraine's never had a friend. Like, like the a, United States. I mean, and you've never, and you've never had a, a country, a friendly country with a president like the president of the United States. I mean, so we've been very, very good to the UK, right? You, kinda, <laughs> you can you hear that, idea. right? <laughs> so, you know, okay, good, big deal. What's wrong with that? Nothing, right? I mean, he, he, no. he can say that. He can say that. We've been very good to the Ukraine. Then he says it's not been reciprocal, right? Mm-hmm. Now, We've been better to you than you've been to us. Which is not Does a, that go without saying? Yeah, because they got more. We got more stuff. What is the Ukraine going to do for us, <laughs> really? The, right, exactly. What is the Ukraine going to do for us? So you know, I mean, no offense to Ukraine, but come on, it's it's not really even a comparison. Uh huh. So you know, we've been good to the Ukraine, and then now it makes like this is a thing you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, does he say that, and then immediately after that say, right. you know? In light of the fact that how good we've been to you, why don't you why don't you do this? Well, that's why they've constructed it like this. Right. So that's they exactly match it. why they've constructed it but, like this. But here's the indication that you get that it's not so. Right. If it were this way, they would just be coming right out and saying. Right. Instead, they characterize it as almost a smoking gun, close to a quid pro quo. Transcript. So therefore, you know that it's not. If it mm-hmm. were that cut and drive, that clear, then they'd be saying it. But he basically, he says, um, hey, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out uh, about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. So if, in fact, this is what happened, if, if Biden did do this, it's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. That's yeah. clearly a violation, right? right. Ethics violation, yes. to say the least. Yes. So the president of the United States, so I'm just asking you uh-huh. as the constitutional expert and, and sort of my view on it, the president as, you know, the essentially foreign representative, the representative right. of the United States mm-hmm. in foreign affairs, of Amer- the American Republic in foreign affairs, uh, seems to me this is within his job description to be having this conversation. This is president to president. Right. And and then in the conversation, which they go on to uh, enumerate, uh-huh. he says, hey, I'll, I'm going to get the attorney general on this to contact you. Right. So right. He, he even says, you know, we're going to, the, the authorities that handle this stuff within our government, I'm going to, I'm going to put him in contact. So he's sort of, it's just like icebreaker kind of sowing the seeds of starting this thing. Right. Hey, this is what we, we, we want to pursue. And so I just want to put a bug in your ear. This is what, we're, this is what we're after. So I'll get, you know, my attorney to call you, get the attorney general bar to call you. And I, I think we need to look into this thing. Yeah, no. To me, that is totally legit. What is the problem with that? Yeah, they're they're trying to establish some kind of of coercion. We're not going to help you unless you do this. That's not even in the text. 
And it's, like you said, it's just a friendly conversation. It's not a transcript, so we don't know what actually took place. Even the, even the intelligence document itself says, look, this is not a transcript, so it's not, it, it, there's inaccuracies that are inherent within them. So, so the question becomes, like you said, what is the order of the conversation? What is the tone? of the conversation. How are these gentlemen actually speaking to mm -hmm. each other? What is the voice? Uh, you know, how, how is this working? And there, I don't, he is the, and this is the one thing that maybe gets missed because a lot of Americans do not understand the proper role of the president. The president is the ambassador on behalf of the states and foreign affairs. Mm -hmm. There is nothing out of order for the president of the United States to ask the president of another country about something that happened in his country that involves our people. Yeah, another government official. Another government official, our people. Who who actually did allegedly threaten Ukraine. Yes. Did uh, offer up a quid pro quo. Right. Did Admittedly. interfere. Admittedly. Did interfere with the function of another government. Yes. Right. Uh, of the rule of law of another government intimidated an, an official of a foreign nation. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, for the purpose of personal gain or personal gain of a member of his family, namely his son. Right. Th these, these are multiple criminal allegations. Right. So for the president of the United States to say, hey, one of our officers is alleged to have done this. Uh, and, and the we president want, of the Ukraine would have about information this. about this that we wouldn't have. Correct. And so what What else is he going to do? And that would be, okay, so if we think about this from from a from a local perspective, your, your, your uh, president of the United States is like your governor. But on a local level, he's like your sheriff. So your sheriff has the authority to reach out to other executives, right? Because the president is the executive, the governor is the executive, your sheriff is the executive of the county, okay? Yeah. So the executive's job is to execute the laws. Well, if you're executing the laws, then you have an authority to, to determine whether some law has been broken, whether something needs to be executed or not. He is and the surely chief to make an over the about it. exactly. He's the chief over the Department of Justice. The depart the president is more of a chief over the Department of Justice than he is the the commander in chief of the military. Yeah, right. So, so why is that something that's Congress. escaping? He does not have he to go need through Congress, Congress. permission. No. To, no. to run his department. He does not need Congress's permission. Now, if he's going to send out money, if he's going to withhold money, if he's going to take uh, certain actions that that require congressional approval, but executing the law does not take congressional approval because Congress has already given the approval by creating the law. So this is so where... So you're, you're, just so your sheriff doesn't have to run to the state legislators every time he needs to enforce the law. Sure. Because the state legislators have given that instruction through the law already. So here is where I go, I go back to this is bad for Democrats. Mm -hmm. It seems to me this, in a legal framework, this is an incredibly hard sell to the American people. This mm -hmm. is an incredibly hard sell from, you know, because mm -hmm. how far can you go to look at this there's no 
direct threat. There's no coercion. There's no intimidation. There's nothing. They have to take one piece and hook it to another piece and then imply that right. what, you know, what he meant by that and what he was trying to do, imply motivation, right? Right. You, so you're going to have to prove motivation, which right. is not going to happen, not going to be there. It's not. Not from this transcript. It, it, or, I'm sorry. Not from this recollection of the, which is not a transcript. the transcript, which is not a transcript. So that's not That's not, not going to be your okay? evidence. It's not there. So on top of that, I don't care how big of a never Trumper you are. Right. These guys triangulate by, you know, politics and, and holding their seat. It is hard for me to picture even a, some never Trumper other than Justin Amash in his fantasy land these days. It's hard for me to picture a never Trumper making a legit argument that anyone but the most radical is going to swallow. This, this to me, uh, is a dumb hill to die on. So that's why I no, think this backfires. Seriously. There's no way this floats. There's no way it succeeds. So I say bring it on. Make yourself look like idiots galvanize the opposition against you, alienate moderates within that, that, you know, the a few moderates that still remain in the Democrat electorate. Right. Go for it. Right. Well, Knock and yourself I, out. I agree with you, JC. It's, it's pretty incredible. Um, what we have going on here, this, this dumb hill to die on. It is. Seriously, dumb hill There's to die here. on. There's nothing here. No, nothing uh, at by all. By the way, Almost a smoking gun, right? Is is no smoking gun? Yes, right? yes. Uh, in logic, they call that the the law of the excluded middle. Either something is true or it's false. If it's partially false, then it's all false. Right. So, almost a smoking gun tells you exactly what they have. Nada, nothing, zip. My zero, dad used to always zilch. say, uh, almost, uh, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah. So, so they, they're, they're broadcasting. <laughs> it certainly doesn't, certainly doesn't count in a court of law. Yeah. And so, so they're already telling if, you what they if have. If this is the best they can come up with. Jack squat. If this is the best they can come up with, it's a dumb hill, right? Yeah. But here's the thing on the real issues that could impeach Donald Trump, the real issues of constitution, the real issues of, of possible inappropriate, inappropriate relationship kind of things. They won't bring that forward because they themselves are implicated. They themselves are incriminated by any allegation of constitution or, or family otherwise that they would bring up and it would open the door for their own. Right. Which their is, own question. Which is another reason why I say bring it on. All they're really doing, all they're really accomplishing is shining the light on uh, Joe Biden's shady behavior. Well, this is that's what really I, what they're doing. And this is what I really want to know. I really this is this is a real plea to the American people. How much longer will we tolerate the double standard? How much longer will we allow the Pelosi's and the Bidens to bring their accusations and the Clintons to bring their accusations? Uh, when their houses are glass and shattered. Yeah. Okay. I mean, seriously, you're going to talk about inappropriate relationship with Ukraine. Why don't we talk about the Clintons inappropriate relationship with China, the Clintons inappropriate relationship with Russia? Why don't we talk about the way Hillary Clinton is robbing and stealing the Haitian people blind, the people in the Congo? Look, there are real investigations that need to happen 
and we are stuck in these political circus dog and pony shows distracted from the real issues. Yep, amen. We've got, I mean, Haiti is in a mess, an absolute mess. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. I haven't given the plug today for our Liberty Gear, so let me go ahead and do that. Uh, Liberty Gear is how you ponti you you educate while you pontificate. Liberty Gear helps you break the ice and educate those around you about liberty principles without even having to say a word. But I guarantee you, as JC will tell you, uh, and will attest to that wearing these t-shirts brings conversations. Oh yeah. It's been great. And so, um, we have, let me show you guys this on YouTube. We have the being necessary to the security of the free state shall not be infringed right to keep and bear arms t-shirt. We have the growing, the, the very popular got Liberty t-shirt. Uh, people love the, the freedom plus morality math equation. Uh, T-shirts, and we have all kinds of great stuff out there. JC even made a fun ninja T-shirt. <laughs> I love the ninja T-shirt. But but I want us to understand that impeachment's not going to happen right now. All right. So there is actually a whole entire procedure to the impeachment process. Um, it's not complex, but it's time-consuming. So what has to happen? Uh, you have to actually have a complaint come to, well, when we get, we have to have an impeachment investigation, mm -hmm. right? And so that's all that Nancy Pelosi has done. Then the, it's another investigation, right? So then you have this investigation and then the, the results of the investigation go to a committee. The committee then votes on whether it's worthy enough to draw up articles of impeachment. The committee will draw up articles of impeachment. Then they will vote on uh, in the House Judiciary Committee whether those articles of impeachment are worthy of taking to the House floor. If they're not, then they have to amend them. If they are, then they go to the House floor. Once they go to the House floor, we have another vote. If the, if the House votes with a simple majority to pass the articles of impeachment, then they go to the Senate for trial. Okay. But if they don't, then they're done. So there is a, there's the investigation to go through. There's the drafting of the article of the uh, articles of impeachment. There's the approval of the articles of impeachment. There's the submitting of the articles of impeachment to the house judiciary committee. There's the approval of the articles of impeachment by a uh, house judiciary committee. And then it goes to the floor. So you've like six times removed before there's actually a house vote. Now, could it go quickly? It has. It could go quickly. But you know what it really depends on? I don't feel on. like that's their intent. They have 12 no. months to fill. No, it's 2020. Yeah, they got 12 months to fill. So it depends on where they want to go and how they want this to play into the 2020 re-election thing. That's what this is all about. 
right? It's, it's about ensuring that they destroy the globalist opposition before 2020. Well, and, uh, and they can, they can try to destroy Trump before 2020. But you know, but I don't, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think that's really publicly going to backfire. No, but I think here's another, another parallel mission going on because you mm -hmm. have to remember the battle within the Democrat party, uh, the radicals versus the establishment. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, there's all but one candidate, this benefits, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the radicals want this to go forward mm -hmm. because it may potentially sink Joe Biden's ship and yeah. he's the competition yeah. so that, mm -hmm. the, so that, ah. you know, Elizabeth Warren and some of the other radicals can really take yeah, the helm. Yeah, Kamala will take the helm. Yeah, right. Because he, which I don't think they have a prayer. Joe Biden is the, the ace in the hole for the Democrat party because the the majority of the Democratic Party are blue dog Democrat, mm -hmm. union, conservative. They want to vote they, for they, Biden. They want to vote for Biden. He's the union guy. They don't want to vote for Kamala Harris. No. They don't want to work, vote for these crazy communists. This is still, we still have enough of the baby boomers, JC, that know the difference between communism and America. Yeah, they actually and, were taught that. And so I think they're trying to drive them out of the party, make mm -hmm. the party totally red, you know, commie red, I mean. Uh, and you know, that's where they're headed. Mm -hmm. So I think this, you know, this is, uh, it's kind of a crapshoot in the sense of, Hey, we either get Donald Trump, we get Joe Biden was a win either way. So I, right. I think that's some of the motivation for some right. of them in the radical, uh, portion. So, you know, I say go for it. Well, either way, this transcript that is not a transcript is not a smoking gun. No. It wouldn't even, in my professional opinion, would not even be admissible in court. So they're going to have to try a little bit harder than that. It's a joke. God bless you guys. See you next time. Fake news.